everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Hacking Your Potential. Today we have a very special guest who has made a significant impact in the bug bounty community, particularly with newcomers. Anton, also known as the Remote Code Execution Man, has dedicated himself to helping beginners navigate the world of bug bounties through his expertise and knowledge. Anton's presence can be felt across multiple social media platforms, including Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, where he shares valuable tips, tricks, and insights. His passion for knowledge sharing extends to various blogging platforms like Medium, Dev.2, Tealfield, and Hashnode, where he continues to inspire and guide others in their bug bounty journey. Not only that, but Anton also contributes to Stack Overflow community by answering questions and assisting others in solving problems. As a web developer with over 15 years experience and a successful bug bounty hunter for more than 5 years, Anton's story of how he transitioned from web developer to bug bounty hunter is both inspiring and educational. We are thrilled to have him on our show today and we can't wait to learn from his journey, his experience and what led him to become such a prominent figure in the bug bounty community. So without further ado, let's dive in and explore the fascinating world of Anton, the remote code execution man. Welcome to the show, Anton. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Uh, the first uh, time you called me the remote code execution man, <laughs> no one called me like that before. <laughs> well, I felt like the 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 RCE man didn't have the same ring. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone called me like rice man. Okay, <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> yes, I, I can see that. <laughs> well, that's great, man. Shall we? Shall we get started on finding out about how Anton does what he does then? Yes. Brilliant. So I'll start off with them. Um, so how did you first become interested in web development and programming? So, uh, yes. Uh, first of all, I was a developer. Before that, before even web development, I had, uh, I've been developing uh, apps for Windows uh, using uh, Delphi programming language. I was building games, uh, nothing that serious, but uh uh, then I stumbled upon uh, World of Warcraft server, uh, <laughs> so I wanted to bring it on and see and play it uh, offline, uh, so I can uh, join my friends. And uh, I saw that uh, and there was a, a web server with, with packet uh, there, so I opened and I tried to understand what what is this. I, I knew the programming from Delphi that it was understandable. It was a function and something like that, but there was a HTML. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know how to handle it. So yeah, I stuck there <laughs> for a few months, I think, like uh, investigating what it is, how to do it. Uh, and uh, so, yes, I think that this was the first step uh, into uh, the journey of web development, I think. Uh, then I started to learn uh, PHP uh, as a server-side language. So yes, it started like this, moving forwards as a hobby, yes, and uh, then it's uh, moved forward to a complete work. So, but uh, uh, my profession is uh, engineer, <laughs> so it's <laughs> I've been a uh, bachelor degree as yeah, engineering. So the development was always a hobby. And uh, I couldn't find any normal job here in Latvia. So 
yes, I took everything to my hands, joined some kind of courses. And from the courses, uh, the guy who was teaching just uh, took me out and say, Hey, come, come with me. You will work for, work for me now. <laughs> so yeah, this was official place to work now. So yeah, it was a, that was awesome journey. <laughs> so yeah, it still continues. Yes. So that's wicked, man. So you went to school and did engineering. Is yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And that wasn't, that wasn't for you. Well, it was interesting, but uh, no, yes, the development was always a hobby because uh, I always uh, planned to make our, my my own game. Like it was a dream; <laughs> it still is a dream, yes. <laughs> but I, I'm moving towards it, so yeah. So I, I stuck in the web development and bug bounty hunting for now. <laughs> that actually um, leads me to a question I wanted to ask you. You were saying you wanted to create a platform where people could attack real life applications are you making any grounds with that yet well yes it's um i would say from last month it's getting more and more i would say <laughs> i'm working more on this right now so uh, i've been planning this for i think two years uh, i believe so it's like what what will be there how, how it was so yes so i'm um, currently uh, today i launched the pool about uh, platform naming so everyone could vote for it right now it's for uh, for one week will be active so yes uh, i found uh, a person who is interested in this too so we're together working on this right now so yes it will be a big platform in my plans <laughs> i hope i will make it so big so and there will be bug bounty hunting of course uh, so theory practice labs uh, everything like this so uh, so when someone asks me how to, to start bug bounty i can just throw him a link and say you can start from here <laughs> easily <laughs> without any uh, trouble so because a lot of people asking me uh, is it a good course uh, can you recommend me something to learn to to, to watch to something like uh, you know to listen but i can't uh, recommend something because i haven't uh, gone through it by myself so uh, and uh, I, I can just say you, you go there try it out i don't know how it is but uh, but try it out no i, I don't say it like that i I usually I try to send them to um, Barb Suit, I think, has this uh, ac academy. I forgot. Port, Port Swigger. Yes, Port Swigger, yes. Uh, they're really good one. Uh, a lot of interesting uh, um, labs there are, and they are free uh, compared to uh, Hack the Box or Try Hack Me. So usually I send them there, yeah. I can talk as a beginner. It's it's really difficult to find information on bug bounties. Yes, I found I found yours is probably the the easiest to digest. If you if you sort of have an idea you, and you get stuck, I can go to your page and probably find something that's going to help with that specific task. Yes. So what you're doing already is really great. So I'm excited to hear about the developments for your for your platform for sure. I am. Um, yeah, I saw in your Telegram your poll. I was trying to. I was trying to think of funny, funny, sarcastic names. I couldn't think of anything yet. 
I will, I will make a contribution. This big list of naming, you're like, damn, I need to pick something from that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great way to market things, isn't it? Well, get market research done for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yes, this is the like building in public. Uh, you know, you, when you have a community, you, you can, uh, you can, you can tell something to them, like what they love, what they don't love, what, what they hate, what they, so you can, you can analyze everything easier. Uh, with the community, so it it will be harder if uh, I just this came idea to my mind like I, I want to build something and uh, it, the only one that I can talk to my only one friend for example yes, and I couldn't analyze uh, how good it will be. So the first uh, question I asked it uh, is was about uh, what what do you like about uh, others platforms or what do you hate. But I know already everything, <laughs> so I've gone through it all. Just I, I'm curious what what uh, what bonus points uh, from other platforms other know. So I don't know uh, how Cynic performs because uh, I didn't find time to get inside there because there's a big uh, questions, a list of questions that you need to fill to get invited to Cynic to try it out. So I only know background uh, Hacker One and Integrity. A European bug bounty, but they are all good. Yeah, Hacker One I think was the first one, the biggest one. Then comes background, and then came Integrity. So yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a question for you for beginners out there. Yeah, because uh, this is this is a personal experience of mine. When I when I decide right, I'm gonna have a go at a, a bug bounty today. I'm like right, I'll find a website. I'll go on, and then I'm like. What do I do now? <laughs> Where do I start, man? Yes, this is the hardest way. So everyone trying to rush uh, and uh, try to find something like uh, XSS. I'm usually doing this. Like uh, I try to put the payloads in every input field. <laughs> so like uh, somewhere have to be. Yes. Um, but uh, I would say you just need to explore the app. You just need to understand uh, what is this. How it performs, uh, what uh, what it has, like what features does it have, like register on the inside, see if uh, if it has some kind of premium features or something like that. If it has uh, user uh, roles, this is awesome, since you can create admin, create another role, uh, basic user, for example, yes, uh, put on two web browsers, yes, and. Uh, in one browser, you just open admin, and the second one, you basic user, and see if what sections are offline, what's available, what's not available, switch links between them, try uh, with the barb suite uh, changing requests, sessions, IDs, like, and play around with this. And I'm sure you'll find something uh, strange. Uh, the, the hard part is to understand what you have found and how critical it is. So this is the second part. <laughs> but uh, uh, as first as I remember, I just reported everything that I found. Like, hey, this uh, basic user can see uh, this section on site. So I just didn't go deeper and like, understand how bad is this. I just reported everything. Like, I found this. Go. I found this. I found this. I found this. Like, some of them like was ah, this nothing serious. It was closed. It was an A. I was like, okay, but some of them was good. So, yeah, you just need to explore that. So because uh, yeah, sometimes it took time. Yes, like it can take um, months. For example, yes. 
years <laughs> for finding the bug you couldn't find before. Yeah, uh, I've been working on one program uh, for about four years, I think, or five. It's no secret. I think it was leaked somewhere already because this program was already public uh, for a few months. Then <laughs> go back again to private. <laughs> I've got some CVEs from there when it was public. The first one, like uh, I joined the program, I opened the app. I was like, uh, after a few hours, ah, nothing here. Close. <laughs> then go back to it again. Uh, go inside deeper, like open, go, go deeper inside this, uh, all the sections. I'm thinking like this, like, and like, okay, what's that? Okay. Well, let, let's try something here. So, and that started uh, again and again, and find the secret sections uh, that nobody tested before. So, and there was a lot of bugs and there was a huge amount of bugs and this keep on rolling. <laughs> So yes, it, it was fun. And, and uh, for example, after three years, I think I come back again to this program uh, and found the endpoint that I've seen, I, I think, multiple times. And I would say, hey, I need to check this param, what's doing like, and like, oh, bam, hello, <laughs> vulnerability here. <laughs> and like, no way, it was all the time here. So yeah. It's it's all about uh, um, research and that you making inside the app and don't try to try to handle on the on the front page like for example on st static page you need to register inside you need to look what he, what this app do what you can do so yes research 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 and research yes that's what they say enumeration enumeration enumeration. Yes. The fun fact, I don't do automatic bug bounty, so I only do it by hand. I know I'm missing a lot of bugs, but uh, I like, I, I think I like dedication to application, like not just trying to recon all the subdomains, domains, like, uh, and running nuclei <laughs> on all of them. Like, uh, yeah, it probably will be, uh, uh, how it's called, low, low hanging fruits. But uh, I think uh, you're just increasing your uh, chance of getting dupes, duplicates, yes. So as I said somewhere not, not so long ago, like only 20% of hackers dive deeper into an application and 80% uh, like just scrapping the surface and going to another program, running some scans and switching to another one, yes. Well, what you've just said, um, I, I remember now, it sort of reflects an article that you wrote about it, about how to get into bug bounties. And um, I actually found it really inspiring because uh, I go in there because I've, I've just learned, you see, I've, I've learned from, you know, Try Hack Me and um, TCM Security. And, and I basically just go in with what I've learned. And the way you described it was go in as a user, you know, and just click around and sort of have fun with it, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I thought, is that an approach? I didn't even think of taking that approach. Just in, you know, enjoy the moment and have a bit of fun with it and don't think too hard, really. Yeah, that, that's the problem. When you try to rush and uh, you think, oh, I need some money, for example, right now. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work all the time. I just like, I know I want to find something right now. No, it doesn't work like this. Never worked. You need to relax, keep calm. 
like just explore, listen to music, like uh, take some notes, like, oh, this is a suspicious place. I, I need to look around a bit later for it, for example. Yeah. Then I took another place. Yes. Just, just keep calm. Yes. Because, um, uh, and I think uh, like uh, every vulnerability is waiting for you there. Like uh, it's fun, but uh, yeah, it's uh, in reality it is. Yeah, you need to don't rush uh, to to report things. Like uh, just uh, uh, I, I need to do it uh, as up. I, I don't need to dig deeper. I need to report it right now. So like I just um, I, I was doing this like uh, first time, but. Uh, there was a challenge uh, once, uh, like it was a private program, uh, and uh, there was uh, it was really buggy, and there was a player uh, from from Hacker One, I think, uh, top one. I don't know how, how it named, but it was on in the first place for some time, and so yeah, he was very fast. Uh, I like. I was getting dupes all the time <laughs> because of him. <laughs> I found like one one hundred bucks. I think I found in 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 a month. So and and fifty percent of them was duplicates. <laughs> he was very fast. Yes, the the in that um, I would say challenge. Uh, you, you need to rush because it's a new program. It's a new private program, and the guy who was um, uh, who was hunting with me. He he was um, all the time there. Like uh, he he was do, doing it. It's like a side program. It was a side program from the main program when uh, when he, where he was like top one for all the time. So he knew everything. So it was hard to compete with him. But uh, others private programs, for example, they are calm. So like you you can take some rest and just go around and dig deeper easily. But with public programs, it's a bit harder. Yes, so it's it's a challenge. Yes. Yeah. So would you say would you say it's correct that like public bounties it can be almost impossible to find vulnerabilities as they've already been found? I would say it's challenging. Yes, it's challenging because uh, there is a lot of people, really a lot of people. In there. So, but um, I would say it's possible because all the pro hackers they stick with one program only. And for all the time, I think, like so, um, you you would say you you will ch- you are challenging uh, the ones uh, like y- yourself <laughs> when doing bug bounty and public programs. So yes, but as I said, yes, uh, lots of people just scraping over the surface. It was a lot of time when um, I found something interesting in public programs because I just invested more time into it. And uh, yeah, I took some time to research it, like to go through all the uh, the pages they had, like, and uh, I usually search for like the reflective XSS, like uh, DOM cross site scripting, like this. It was like putting single quotes everywhere, <laughs> and, and 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 watching console log, like hey error. <laughs> it it was easy, yeah, and I just through all of them, like there was a lot of pages and yeah, and one, one XSS, like one 500 bucks, I think was the, the funnest one. They, they paid 1000 for stored, stored ones. I think like I found, uh, 
I reported once. There was a very strange uh, bypass. Then uh, they fixed it. Uh, I tested again, reported again, then I fixed it again. I reported again. It's like a battle. <laughs> so I think I made like five thousand from one black uh, because of just bypassing it. And and it's a uh, it's a normal practice. Uh, I think uh, I'm finding a bypass. Uh, is usually okay. Like when you're working with, if if you stick with one program, and you have a lot of reports there, and like you just you you can just skip this program and try to hand on another one program, but they will count for you and like the, hey this one resolved. Can you check it? And like you just checking, yeah, this is fixed. And then you go try to find the bypass and just say, yeah, this is fixed, but I found the bypass. I will report in a new report. So um, hello, <laughs> a new report comes in. So so what, so what you're saying is, is um, if you fix a problem and then they, well, you find a problem, they fix it. If you break it again, they pay you again. And Yes. So uh, basically, uh, it should work like this. Like uh, they ask you for ret- a retest, yes. Uh, and, and usually normal companies, they pay you like uh, 50 bucks for a test. And, and then, um, but the, the, the main problem is you, you don't, don't report the bypass to, to this report. <laughs> you just say, hey, the, the, the previous uh, uh, proof of concept uh, is fixed now. So this is fixed. Okay, you can uh, you can say that you have by found a bypass. I will put in, in a new report, or you can just say, "Hey, this is fixed now. Close it." And after one day, drop a new report saying, "Hey, I found the bypass for this and this." Hello. So yes, you need to play uh, with companies. Uh, you don't need to give them everything at once because uh, it's uh, your time. It's uh, it's your money, and uh, usually. No, usually normal companies, they understand and they ask you to re- uh, write this in another report. But uh, there are companies that just uh, say, hey, thanks. Can you write all the bypasses in one report and we'll thank, thank you, <laughs> say to you, thank you and bye. <laughs> so, yes, you need to be a bit smarter than, than this. Uh, the fun fact, another one that you mentioned that you are, were uh, playing like uh, Hack the Box, yes, or like Try Hack Me. Yeah, I'm using so, Hack the Box at the moment, yeah. Yes. So uh, I've met a few people that um, they were like uh, almost top one on these platforms and they don't know how to do bug bouncing. They are, they, they, they mind like, uh, they, they think that. I don't know how to say it correct, but they think like uh, it's a lapse. They they um, they used to lapse solving problems. So when you get uh, a lab, you you just you stick there only there. You don't know what's inside. You just focus on one thing and try to solve it. Yeah. And when they open up a website and try to do bug bounty, they just get lost there because it's not focused on something one. It's like a sea, a sea of everything. So they just then can't do the bug bounty. So they, they can't solve the, they, they can solve labs because, hey, this lab is about this, this, this. Uh, you can try it. Okay, so you're focused, you're doing this, but uh, thinking outside the box is a bit harder. 
Yes, well, that's just made me think about um, one of my friends who got his first bug bounty. He um, he was messing around with SQL injection uh, in the address bar. And uh, to cut a long story short, he um, basically managed to get all the emails that were stored in the database. So I thought that was pretty impressive, man. But uh, that brings me on to my next question. Uh, what was your first big bug bounty that you found? That's that's epic bug, I think. For the first first one, it's like if you're getting your first bug, like SQL injection or something like this, that that's epic. Yes, that's epic because my first one was like stored XSS, uh, but it was a hard one. It was uh, I, I think I took three days to bypass it because it was Angular. If you know Angular JS, they have a sandbox. So you can't easily bypass it. So I found like you can. Um, there was an admin portal where you can find where you can uh, write emails. Like you write an email to this to this person, and then like ticket creation from email system. So you like uh, writing them hello, blah blah blah, and curly braces, and like three minus two curly braces, like, and it, it's like a template injection vulnerability. And you send it there. And I open as admin and I see that uh, there was like one, like three minutes one. So it's it's doing something, yes. Uh, and then uh, I just threw a lot of emails there on this admin panel and trying to bypass this Angular uh, sandbox, but nothing, uh, nothing happened so soon. But, uh, and then uh, like, uh, I need to dig deeper because I can't, just call alert box. It not, but that was not working. I don't know why, but I can call inner function that uh, I, the, the, the model models that are injected inside, like uh, imported scripts. And I found one script that was uh, using pop-up, like, and uh, you can throw HTML text there, like hello and any text you like. So I was like turning this whole thing uh, into an email, like uh, to get me this to root thumb, so somewhere like <laughs> to get to this project, get to this model, write this pop-up and inside pop-up, write this text that will be transformed in HTML and inside of this, write <laughs> JavaScript code that will be performed and like go and like poof, alert box, like no way, <laughs> three days. Yes, this was the first one. And like, I got, I think, after one week or two weeks, uh, nine, 900 bucks, I think. Yeah. So, yes. I'd love to see that. Um, I'd love to see that run <laughs> when you ran that. <laughs> I, I think uh, one day I will try to replicate this in my, one of my <laughs> laps. <laughs> so, so it will be fun to see. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one thing I wanted to ask you, man. Um, can you tell us about your experience with the building and the managing of the communities that you um, that you create for social media? Well, um, yes. It all started, I think, three years ago. I don't remember that much. It, it was started with Twitter. Um, I've, I've tried myself, like... Uh, getting advices for web developers first, like throwing something. But 
I just realized it's not working so good, but I had 100 followers only. <laughs> so I was like, and one day I just like, do want to see bug bounty trips and tricks or web development? I just made a small pool and just everyone like, bug bounty tips and tricks. Like, okay. <laughs> and just I throw the, I think, first one tip uh, about XSS. Yes, I'm, I'm primarily, uh, I think, uh, it's my top one vulnerability, cross-site serping, because I love JavaScript and everything with this. So, yes, I know everything about uh, JavaScript and cross-site serping. So, like, I, I've had few, few interesting tips and tricks in my sleeve. <laughs> so, just put it on there, like, you know, some boom, some sharing, liking, something like this. Everyone was happy about it. And I was like, okay, but it was hard to admit that you, you're sh sharing your secret knowledge uh, that you can use to make money. So if you're giving away this knowledge for free, like for example, yeah, then uh, you're decreasing your chance of getting bug bounties. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, in reality, uh, I just realized that nothing changes. Like you can... You can throw all your secrets, all your tips and tricks, and uh, and nothing will happen. You will still find bugs because all pro players are stuck to one programs. They don't rush. They don't change programs. So yes, it's good, and um, and you're not losing anything. So I just continue to do this, and uh, it's more I share the the secret stuff. The, the the things that I knew that uh, just easy for me, I try to put them into public too. Like because uh, I was thinking, hey, it's it's really easy. Everyone knows this. Like, and I just throw this. Uh, like I, I try throwing multiple times easy easy things. Like, and everyone was so happy. Like for example, HTML code. Like uh, this. Um, uh, event triggers like uh, what can be used for uh, injecting uh, JavaScript inside, like on click, on focus, on blur, on something like this. Like where to, where to see it, where to put it. Like uh, what what kind of elements you need to test uh, to to put JavaScript inside, like iframe, like SRC attribute, like uh, objects, something like that. So what but what what can you play around this anchor um, uh, tag? For example, what can you do there? Like, yeah. so yes, it was it's basic basic things from HTML knowledge. So, but uh, in reality, bug bounties don't know uh, HTML at all. So they they try trying different weird stuff and just throwing in my <laughs> DM like, hey, why why it's not working? <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I bet you get a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I think it's so important to um, document your own findings. Cause I, I can go on the internet and look for stuff and look for stuff and none of the, none of it works, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I remember this huge list of uh, JavaScript XSS payloads, like, oh man, they are not working at all. <laughs> like 80% of them are not working right now. Maybe, maybe from the past, like 10 years ago, like, okay, they, they, they was working. Like, for example, like uh, JavaScript XSS and uh, image 
inside of emission ERC source calls ACRC, I think, like this called. <laughs> so everyone put in the JavaScript payload there, like, uh, and trying to achieve something like this. No, 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 it's not working like this. <laughs> no, I think once it's been put out there, it's been fixed, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, yes, it's, it's a lot of things has been fixed already. So it's it's limited already what you can uh, achieve uh, like i hope i hope html will go further and, and in, uh, invent some new uh, event attributes that are not starting with on because every waf um, uh, this protections they are just filtering every attribute that starts with on like you can just uh, inject everything like on load, it's like if he founds like on, he just blocks. <laughs> You're blocked. <laughs> you can't do anything with this. Like oh, and then all of them like on load start on on focus on blur like something like this and like ah sheesh. So yes, I am still uh, waiting for something new to come because uh, there are a lot of programs who's blocking like this, making fixes to access like this by blocking the on attribute prefix yes so would you would you say because when i saw you're a web developer gone bounty book well gone bounty hunter i'd say well that makes that's a perfect transition it makes perfect sense to go from that to that what would you suggest for someone say like myself i yeah i have a little bit of web background but not enough to make it substantial what advice would you give to people like myself getting into bug bounties that don't have that web background so um the first language that you need to know is i think well html yes of course but it's not language <laughs> but it's, it's topic typically it's his language yes but the javascript yes you, you need to know javascript because uh right now uh, you can uh, do web development on javascript you can backend development on javascript you can do everything on javascript and javascript is fast yes and you will understand everything that is written inside of source code of the page. You can easily uh, investigate source code and find secret stuff inside that's hidden that nobody knows about. So it's definitely must-have HTML plus plus JavaScript. You can you can forget about other languages like okay, it's Python, it's popular, but uh, Python is slow. So it's easy, it's easy to write code in it, but it's hard to maintain code. I've seen a big application writing on Python, it's disaster. You know, I never even thought about delving deeper into JavaScript. Like I'm already sort of have plans to start learning like the Python for hackers 101 and 202 with TCM security, but I never actually thought about using JavaScript at all. So I'm definitely going to look into that and I'll add some links for the viewers as well. But um, I wanted to ask you about um, AI. Do you use um, ChatGPT for anything? Well, I, I can uh, I can say I'm I'm definitely using it, like in in, in full f- full advantage. I've I've yes I paid the uh, this uh, subscription plus to get the GPT four version. So yes, it's good and tech. It's really good. So, well, would you say with the AI? Because I, I know this is a fact, but it's nice to get it confirmed from someone who knows what they're talking about. It's a great tool, but if 
say I wanted to write me a JavaScript to do something. If I can't read that JavaScript, how do I, I don't know it's going to work, do I? So it's important to actually have the knowledge first before you go out to use these tools. Yes. Um, it's preferable to have something, some knowledge before you're doing it. But, uh, uh, if if you, if you tell them like uh, give me something in small parts like uh, in small mo- modules that are small enough and that will show you the output in console for example uh, so it will be easy for you to understand and uh, you will not write huge code that can throw bugs and you will stick for hours like uh, asking him hey fix it again bugs bugs again fix it again bugs again <laughs> <laughs> in the loop like uh, yeah I've done it I've done it yeah everyone done it yeah so yes yeah, so, but they, I don't know uh, what version did you use but uh, GPT-4 is good enough but when the time's uh, offs like he, he, he just uh, you you reach the limit I can tell you go back to GPT-3 I go no 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 GPT-3 but please no no <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it just, I, at first I was thinking, wow, GPT-3 is smart enough. But then uh, after GPT-4, no, he's just losing sense what I'm asking him, just losing everything, like throwing a bunch of stuff at me, like, no, I just go drink some coffee. <laughs> I'll try to figure it out myself. No, I definitely think the more you use it, like with anything practice, the more you use it, the better you get at it. I, I remember I, I first started using AI to sort of just, just to help spell mistakes and general errors in my documents I was creating. But I'd put it in in little tiny blocks with the same sort of question above each line. And it was time, it was more time consuming actually doing it myself. But now over time, I've discovered if I give it a job, give it a name, give it a mission, <laughs> then I can just feed it whatever I want and it'll do exactly what I want it to do. So yeah, it's a great tool if you can, um, if you can practice it, you need to know how to manipulate it. <laughs> you need to how to adjust rules, the the the, the limits, uh, bounds, so he will uh, stick to your job, to your task, and not go around somewhere else. Did you um? Did you have a go at the uh, bug bounty that was open for OpenAI? Uh, no. I don't know if it was on Bug Crowd or. Yeah, yeah, on Bug Crowd, yes. But I, I haven't tested it. I think it's uh, I think it's public, <laughs> so I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to spend my time on public right now. So I have private programs that are uh, appealing to me. So maybe they pay less, but uh, yeah, they, they they are more appealing yeah, right now. So I'm I'm more into less stress of <laughs> receiving duplicates right now because my time. For bug bounty is a bit limited right now because yes because of full-time web development job and uh, content creation yes it's some primary focus right now that's um that's one question i wanted to ask you how do you ma- how do you manage to keep up with you know having a twitter account running linkedin youtube tiktok reddit stack overflow you, medium you know it goes on and on and on how do you how do you keep up with this is there any sort of like habits routines you have for the day that well it's uh, it's kind of hard <laughs> for some <laughs> but uh 
basically right now uh, on the background i'm trying to build an application that will help me with this like uh, so i i know uh, how it's done like i i try to write the post on twitter uh, so i can stick to 20 i think 3 300 symbols i think but uh, uh, so i write there i screenshot it and just throw it on all other places like linkedin uh, instagram uh, sometimes even TikTok, uh, YouTube, but uh, TikTok and YouTube, I s- stopped uh, a bit doing it because it's a way too much time consuming doing these uh, videos, arranging everything inside. So yes, the basic idea right now is to build an app, already building it too. So you can just write in one place, then it will generate uh, images for Instagram, for example, and generate uh, videos for YouTube and TikTok and if uh, APIs allows it, it will automatically post to everywhere. Like one click, write message, one click, and everywhere, pew, boom. So in theory, yes. Right now I'm connecting all APIs, like LinkedIn API, Instagram API, this was hardest one. So uh, next one, Twitter. Twitter, uh, yes, Twitter got something interesting with Musk. <laughs> they just <laughs> destroyed everyone with their price models right now. 25K for once month of API usage. This is insane. But uh, it's still possible if you just use your own API keys. So yes. So it's possible, yeah. So I I believe it will be LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, like for start, yes. And just image generation and uh, video generation. I hope I'll finish it in uh, two months. (laughs) It it will be easier. I think a lot of people could use a tool like that, to be honest. Yes, there are a lot of uh, similar products like FeedHive, or something like this from Simon. And, uh, but um, there's no this features like generating images outside of the text or, or videos outside the text, like uh, they're like automatically writing your the letters one by one, like and scrolling this video up. Like you can just make long, long videos with this. There's no such a thing solution right now. So you're making a you're making a totally custom, perfectly built for your needs machine. That's really interesting, man. And I hope someone would be interested in this too, because for, for those who want to uh, build in public communities, like something like this, it, it's really easy to will be to focus everything. Yes, you'll miss analytics, I think, because because of Twitter. Hello, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, others platforms, I think you will have some ana- analytics. So yes, ma- managing this it's a bit hard. Yes, sometimes. Well, personally, I could really do with an application like that. It would really help with um, helping me get my content out there across more platforms. But since we're on the topic of uh, content creation, I was just wondering for our viewers, um, because of course, like, you know, of course people want to get into creating their own content, whether it's documentation or videos or podcast. But I know a lot of people, including myself, suffer with um, imposter syndrome. I was just wondering if um, you suffered with imposter syndrome yourself and how do you overcome it? Well, this is the handling of imposter syndrome. You're building a community. So it's a cure, I would say. 
So uh, like um, it was harder when you was alone. Like uh, you can't talk to someone, you can't do nothing. Like you, you can't. Uh, I would say you, you are doing good thing to someone else. Like um, you're helping someone with your tips and tricks. Yes, it's it helps. Yes. So um, usually when I was outside of this. It was like every day, like I can't do everything. I do. I will not find the bugs anymore. Like this was my last bug. <laughs> but uh, yes, when you dive into community, you understand that like uh, it just um, it will go away. Like if you have a bad time, like just go to community, add something, like throw some your uh, some research, like uh, what you found, what you're doing, like sharing, talking to others. Like it it helps. Yes, so it helps talking to people yes so when you're alone in a room and, and doing it by, by by yourself like it's it's harder yes yeah it's easy to get in your own head that's that's great so if like i've been having a bit of imposter syndrome with this podcast for instance i've, I've never done anything like this before it's completely out of my comfort zone and that's that's the only thing that's actually driving me to do it because anything that i feel i can't do i feel like no i have to do it <laughs> Whether I like it or not, I would say last month I think like was a bit changing for me, like in my perspective, like thinking and something like this, because I, I started like uh, answering people like uh, that want to connect with me more, like uh, because uh, I try to be an, an anonymous, <laughs> something like this. But uh, last month something changed, and yeah, uh, and the first one. There was a guy who wrote me about, hey, do you want to do some like uh, pen testing? I had a friend of mine like who was really a pen tester. I wrote, I, I am a bug bounty hunter. I do not, don't do pen test. So, but I have a friend and uh, he wanted to uh, find people for pen test. And the pen penetration testing is a bit, uh, it's good, yes, but... Uh, it's different, yes. You don't get that high critical bugs. Uh, you can get a lot of noise uh, from low low bugs. He found one uh, hacker who did a pen test for the client, and um, he was not happy about it because the hacker was um, uh, reporting uh, low kind of stuff that probably can be or might not be exploitable, but this is the pen test. This is the pen test, how, how it works. You have to report everything, everything. Just uh, there is a huge list of che checklist that you need to go through. And then at the end, you just throw this list to a company, like say, I checked everything from this and hello, give me my money, <laughs> something like this. So yes. So basically, the, the client uh, wanted to find bugs in his application, but uh, he didn't know about it. Pen test is all about everything. He just need to be scanned like with different tools, scans like it's a bunch of information. This will just throw at you and try to find something usable there inside of this pen test report. So yeah, but. Uh, you need to put some cookies of an outright user. You need to understand permissions. Like the, this scans doesn't perform this very well. Like you, you can check for uh, permission flow, like broken access controls, uh, pre privilege escalation. Like it's, it's 
Not possible with scanners, I think. No, no, they just give you um, they just give you an idea what could be there, and it could be completely wrong as well, which is the the problem with them. Personally, I don't use them. If if I'm looking for something, I'll just I'll just run Nmap, see what's actually running on the system, and then just start running through it myself if I can. <laughs> yeah, the the, the first uh, thing, the first time I think when I was like, I need some scanner uh, for a cash poisoning attack. Right now I spent five weeks analyzing how cash poisoning works, like how, how it is, what it is, what really can be uh, achieved, what hacker can really achieve uh, with uh, cash poison, how hard it is to really confuse, uh, can convince people to get, get attacked by this. So, so I spent like, yeah, I've spent like five weeks on one report, uh, writing scripts, automated scripts, uh, and uh, it was a duplicate, yes. So <laughs> I, I knew what I was doing, but I wanted to dive deeper in this. And I understand that uh, I know how it works now. I know that I can make a, a tool and that will just scrape all these cookies and just just show me that what uh, what cookies are reflected on the web page, and automatic check that if uh, this page can be cache poisoned just by appending JavaScript dot uh, js at the end of the URL. So it's if it is can be cached, and if some cookies are reflected uh, on the web page, so you can try something else. So yes, I want the script. I want to write the script. <laughs> so basically, I already have a chat GPT prompt somewhere, like uh, some some chat with him already, like write me a uh, Google Chrome extension to uh, intercept requests and uh, perform some analytics inside of it, like uh, scroll, scroll out of the cookies and find something interesting. Like I already have this to build. <laughs> so yeah. So this is the first time I really need uh, automation. Usually, usually, no. Usually, I try to stick with hands. You know what, Anton? I know absolutely nothing about cash poisoning. So um, after this interview, I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit of research on it. And for the listeners at home, I'm going to um, I'm going to share my findings with you. So I'll share some links about cash poisoning on um, on the podcast's uh, page. But uh, I have another question for you, Anton. Um, what do you hope to achieve in your bug bounty career and as a mentor to newcomers in the future? Well, um, yes, I, I'm. I'm already to switching to a next level uh, learning process because I, I understand that I, I'm missing my own labs. I'm missing my own scripts, like places where I can send people. Because uh, it's already not enough to just say, "Hey, take a look of somewhere else." Like, uh, I, I need to build my place, like where it be all in one place, like everything in one place. So I'm already doing it and and, and trying to achieve that currently. So, so if someone asks me, like, "Hey, this is my site. You can go there and there. You will find everything you need there. You can." learn you can uh, find theory you can uh, find tips and tricks you can get some practice on real world uh, applications like uh, you will get everything you need there and and after that you can 
drop on drop on my bug bounty platform and do the real bug bounty there. So it will be in one place. Yes, I'm I'm super excited to see that come to fruition, Anton. Really, I really am, man. So um, do you have a sort of timeline for this, or are you just so uh, no, basically we we have like uh, I need to build an M- MVP, the minimal viable product uh, version of uh, bug bounty platform currently. So the the uh, max limit I think will be the end of the, this year. Yes, but I want to make it faster. Yes, I, I hope two three months. To build something minimalistic, working so that uh, clients can uh, fill their information, so we can start uh, looking for clients. So there will be already companies who who can be tested, and some basic interface for hackers that can create reports. Like in in reality, in my mind, like it look easy. <laughs> like there's not not enough. Functionality that that is hard to achieve to create, but uh, who knows how it will be in reality? Yeah. So I I hope yes I hope in in, in three months uh, three months yes after the summer I will have something already. I definitely look forward to that, man. Seriously, looking forward to that. And um, obviously, like in this episode, I'll be sharing all your socials where where people can come to find you and whatnot. But but is there an, is there anything you want to share with the viewers? Well, uh, if if uh, the viewers are bug bounty hunters, yes, you just um, keep calm and uh, try to investigate every application. Just don't, don't rush, yes. Uh, just uh, try to analyze everything. The, the bugs are everywhere, like uh, read documentation if a website has, uh, because uh, I've reported multiple times bugs that are uh, found only from documentation, like, hey, you, you see that, that there is written like this user can do this, but in reality he can this and this. Like I think it's bad. Oh yes, it's bad. So thank you. So you just need to analyze everything. Like uh, you you don't don't get disappointed. Like when you don't find bugs in after one hour, it's 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 normal. You can you can spend one week not finding anything. It's it's normal. Yes, it's normal too. But you will analyze application, like try to find application that is uh, has wide scope. Don't don't try to what find uh, application that uh, has like uh, less scope or some uh, look like static page. Like to try to invest some time, like for for looking for application that has uh, role based control, like users means, and uh, try to stick with it for some time, like investigate. If it's a private program, but, uh, I know that beginners don't have private programs. <laughs> so it's usually a public programs or a VDP programs that I hate, but they're used uh, for gaining knowledge. Uh, you, you can try your luck on VDP. You, you don't get money for it, but you will get points and uh, you can get some private invites from this. The, the VDPs are, I think, is less challenging than public programs that pay money. So basically, yes, 
try it. Yeah, try it. Don't don't, don't get disappointed too fast because mm, it, it happens. It's it's just a random. Yes, bug bounty is uh, it's a luck, luck and skill and luck and luck and luck. Yes, you you don't know what you find. You you don't know what will be there if it be a duplicate because. Um, and just a box of randomness. <laughs> so j- just do it, yeah, and keep calm, yeah. Well, Anton, it's been amazing to have you on, man. Thank you, yeah. Everything you've shared helped helped me a lot anyways, and I hope it helps everyone else. <laughs> awesome, yeah. I will continue to help. <laughs> Thank you. And um, in the future, I hope you'll be willing to come on again with us and um, talk about what you've been up to. Sure. Every day. <laughs> Well, thanks, Anton. I'll let you get off, man, and um, we'll see you next time. See you next time, yes. Bye, and have a great day. Wow, what a fantastic discussion with Anton, the remote code execution man. We're certainly thrilled at the prospect of welcoming him back in the future. Should you find yourself interested in diving deeper into the subjects we touched on today, we've got you covered. Make sure to check out the resources section on our podcast page over on the ITSP Magazine website. There's plenty of information there to quench your curiosity. If this episode resonated with you, we would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe and share our podcast with your friends and family. As our show continues to evolve and grow, we have some amazing plans in the pipeline that you definitely won't want to miss. It's been fantastic having you all with us today. Stay disciplined, stay positive, and always keep moving forward. Signing off for now, I'm Frankie Thomas, and this has been Hacking Your Potential. Until next time, stay curious and stay hungry.